Anything at all? Is that gob again? Yeah. <laughs> what, do you, what do you what do you need? How's it going, everybody? It is DeMarco here with episode two of the Push Start podcast. I'm keeping the old name because it's some semblance of the past, and I am on with Gob. Hey. Hey, Gob. How's, hey, how's it going? Did you ever get that radio working? Yeah, I didn't get the radio working. I wanted to play Galaxy Knows Radio. You know, that guy 3, dog. He plays some good music. <laughs> and, uh, he has a good, he has a, but Moriarty don't let me play that for that long. Mario. He has a computer terminal in the back that, he doesn't let me play it for that long. I don't blame him. To be honest, who could take too much three dog? <laughs> kind of annoying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't keep that. <laughs> uh, Alright, so I am here with Just Dom. We've been on Skype for a long time and... Mm. He is my first, or I guess my second official guest, if you count the first episode of this podcast, which we're mm. not going to talk about because it was terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. yeah. We don't talk about that around here. No, 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 no. no, no. But it's still <laughs> there if you want to. If you want to look at it, look it up. It exists. Nice one. That's <laughs> no, all right. Hello, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me, dude. No, you've you reached out to you reached out to me first. But how have you been? Uh I've been good, man. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I've been really good, to be honest. Your channel's um, been great. Oh, thank you, dude. Thank you. Like, yeah, just been diving into what's been going on recently, and that, that that's about it, to be honest. Yeah. Cool. Do you have any exciting plans coming up for content and stuff like that? Um, Anything you want to share? I have a video coming, which we both, let me just clarify that mm. we both discovered. Um, <laughs> yes, and that we are very excited about that video. So, um... I mean, you um, are alongside... excited. Yeah, well, yes, yes, I'm very, <laughs> very excited about the news I've just discovered, and we've both discovered uh, at the same time, pre this uh, podcast or wherever, uh, we, we have or both whatever. discovered something. Oh, we, you know what I mean, you know what I mean. <laughs> um, but um, yes, uh, yeah, I have some cool videos coming up, and... Uh, and uh, one we shall be working, and another video we should be working on together, which I have planned for over on my channel, uh, which we'll have at some point. I'll, I'll, I'll keep everyone updated. Yes, that one I am really excited about. And actually, mm -hmm. I'm going to do something that I should have done to begin with, which is start a timer, so that way I can add timestamps during the video. Um, oh, yes. Yeah. So. Um, what have you been... So I want to kind of start off by just talking about what games you've been playing and, like, what games you're interested in coming up. Uh, sort of what's on your horizon and what's in your present in terms of playing. Um, I mean, at the moment, I don't really get to play a lot of games at the moment, which is kind of sad because, obviously, alongside YouTube, I do work a 40-plus-hour job in the week. But um, when I can, I have been, obviously, diving into the outer worlds. And honestly, that's the only game i've been playing to be honest um i freaking love the outer worlds the humor the world the uh the interesting quest lines the weird interactions actually that's something that i haven't heard a lot of is the um the interactions between like your companion and the npcs around the world because they're like mm. you'll be walking down the 
like the freaking street or the road or whatever or doing a quest and they'll like stop and just start talking to npcs and you're like oh quick i'll run back and what are you guys talking what about are you saying? And, uh, hey yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah i want to be immersed Immer- yeah immersion but um yeah just the outer worlds to be honest um as far as games that i'm looking forward to obviously maybe starfield and no, 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 no. um what uh, obviously, I'm looking forward to What's games so like cool? Cyberpunk. Um, Cyberpunk is going to be a big thing. Cyberpunk? Did a what? Did you pre-order Cyberpunk? No, 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 no. Okay, no, no. I don't. I, I'm not really wanting to do that. To be especially honest, especially after your last like video. A, yes, yes, especially <laughs> after my last video. Uh, no, um, I I got an hour long demo of live Cyberpunk demo. Um, there was a guy on stage playing it live and I was like, I am sold. This game looks insane. The amount of interaction, the amount of detail that's gone into the world itself is beyond... It's a great follow-up to The Witcher 3. Let's mm-hmm. face it, like that's their main title that they've last released uh, from CD Projekt Red. Um, so this game is next level, man. So I'm very interested to see how it releases and how it does well. Um, that that'll probably be the next game I play, to be honest. Right. Um, but at the moment, I'm just playing the Outer Worlds. That's pretty much it. What about yourself? Um. Well, I've actually gone back. I've started doing a lot of indie games actually because oh, I really? haven't beaten the Outer Worlds. But when Jedi, no, Fall- nor have I. Yeah, when Jedi Fallen Order came out. I played that obsessively. That was the only game I... In fact, Jedi Fallen Order, and I've talked about this quite a bit in the past, but it's one of the only games that made me so unbelievably excited to just keep playing game. Like, I haven't been that excited about a game, and I thought I would be for The Outer Worlds, but not to mm-hmm. this level, you know? Um, oh, that's it was, cool. Yeah, so it was when I got home from work, if I wasn't recording a video or editing a video then I'd be playing the game. And I remember when it launched, um, I was up until about 1 a.m. or 2 a.m., had to go into work at 6, and then oh my god, did it again the next morning. Uh, Damn. And where I had to... W- I don't know if I had to wake up for work or something else, but I basically did that like two to three nights in a row just because that was the time I had <laughs> to play it. Damn. So That's insane. Honest, yeah. I'll be honest. I just, um, I just watched um, Angry Joe's review. Uh, review review today. It came out today for uh, Fallen Fallen Order, mm-hmm. um, and I, I, I'm hyped. I, I wanna, I wanna play it. I wanna, I wanna jump in. Nine I was a very big, I, yeah, 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 yeah. I was a very big fan of um, uh, Force Unleashed mm-hmm. um, when that came out, and I was like, dude, I'm a. I've been growing. I've grown up on Star on uh, Star Wars. Um, I nearly said Starfield then, but I was like, no, 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 no. Todd, please don't it. listen. I, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> no. My channel has been deleted now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I grew up on um, Star Wars, and I was very interested in uh, Force Awakens. Oh my God! You are not. It's Force- late for you. It's late. What time is it? It's like twenty past two a.m. So, <laughs> yeah, so it's it's late, but um, it's fine. I was very, I was, I was interested in um the new Star Wars game, um, 
there was just always that side of me that like, oh, it's EA. Are they gonna fuck it up? Craziest part about it. Yeah, yeah, no, it is. It is the crazy. So I was like, right, let me let me see what Angry Joe is saying because I try. On record, I trust Angry Joe. I have always watched Angry Joe. If you go back to the original findings of my channel, you can see comparisons to the the parodies and the sketch comment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, please you can, yeah, but you can, you can, you can look back and be like, oh, he that's kind of Angry Joe style um, with the green screen stuff. And I did it for the Outer Worlds as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, right, let me let me see what let me see what Angry Joe is saying and. Uh, you know he's very vocal on EA stuff and um, and he everyone's like yeah we love it we love it even Matty Matty's loving it Matty um, everybody go on oh yeah no Matty Matty he was pu- putting it out on Twitter how he's like I'm not that excited for the game you know it's another mm, Jedi story mm. and I had tweeted at him I was like would it interest you more if it was like uh, Cal the main character kind of teetering on the sith like he's kind of toying with the dark side but ultimately he doesn't go there and Mm. i don't remember his exact reply but he's like yeah that'd be more interesting he was looking forward to just an all sith game though yeah and he loved it i'm guessing everybody is because of the the fact is that we've not we've never had an all sith game like we've always had like a yeah 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 a sith kotor um so we've like in the recent media we've never had an all sith game and i think that promise of all sith with um uh, uh battlefield 2 um with like her being like oh she's on the side of the empire and then like 15 or like an hour a minute hour into the game less than um she then Honestly, switches than. to the to the light and you're like and she helps every single wait. mainstream character yeah yeah and you're like <laughs> what what was the point in that then like just no a person that has grown up by the empire would not just switch like that and, you know what i mean it, it didn't work and then people were like oh what the hell um if you're going to do this do this right or at least so, market and... it that way because it was marketed yeah, as course, an empire story that's the whole leading up mm-hmm. to it uh, of course like i know the the actor for Cal through Gotham he plays like uh, the, the Joker the yeah like the mm-hmm. various versions of the Joker because in the Gotham story he's not he's not titled as the Joker but he play he's been one of the very many many talented actors that have played the jo- a version of the Joker but he gets mm-hmm. to play like every version of the Joker he's played like at least three within the same person because he plays like another character that's related to that character as the brother another version of, yeah as another version of Joker um you know myself knowing Joker very well and loving Mark Hamill and uh... oh dear sweet Bessie I'm wearing Batman pants right now actually <laughs> <laughs> and stuff like that and uh i, I love joker so um I, you know i love the joker film and uh so on and so forth but when i heard he was attached to it and i was like oh wait but mark hamill was also uh yeah a jedi yeah, yeah, and yeah. he played joker and now they're doing the reverse where this guy played joker and now he's playing a jedi and i was like oh that's clever marketing i like that uh, so i knew he was a good actor anyway so i was like okay i have some faith that they're kind of doing the same thing um 
and to hear that this single player, no microtransactions, all this crap, is doing well and the story is good, is a good indication of where they should take the Star Wars license within video games. They should follow this up. Uh, and I am very interested in playing uh, Jedi Fallen Order. And I um, think a lot of fans, you you said how you're like, oh, it's an EA game. I think a lot of fans, it, you know what, before I get into that, I do actually, you said you, I, I'm huge like Batman fan just in general. But I have mm. um, a sticker of, of a, like a cartoonish Batman just <laughs> just kicking Joker right in the nuts. <laughs> oh, God. Um, nice. It's adorable. And it sits in front of me every time I work <laughs> to remind me to just smile. But... Um, oh, the Batsy would never do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry. Um, I should stop. <laughs> but... <laughs> no, that's okay. Uh, there was a tweet from Daniel Ahmed, who's a known industry insider and he mainly reports on like the chinese markets and stuff but he he just is good gaming figure um but he was saying how ea is starting to recognize that there's no one size fits all solution for monetization and there is a place for a single player game and the success of jedi fallen order just kind of further Mm -hmm. proves that so if like i don't know if you remember but ea made those statements where they said we want to i don't know if it's patrick soderland or whoever but they said they want to put more systems such as the Ultimate Team in all of their different IPs. Do you remember that? Oh, okay. No, I, no, I haven't heard that, no. Yeah, yeah. So they were like, yeah, we're going to try to implement that. And this was a business earnings call type of thing. And people were like, okay. no, <laughs> no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't even. But they said that EA was starting to come around and that they knew and it wouldn't work everywhere which is good and seeing the success of this is is very i don't know just motivating for the future well absolutely like they obviously they doubled down by a lot of these companies you have to come down to the higher ups um <clears throat> sorry what are they seeing from <laughs> what are they seeing from uh the stats and the monetary side of things and they're like well this worked before so why don't we push these type of monetization choices onto games such as star wars but then the thing is that you have to remember that ea and dice nearly lost the license uh with battlefront 2 mm, like yeah, disney Dis- disney That's nearly right. pulled the plug on their ass because of the monetization choices that they were making and you have to remember your de- every monetization choice that you are making you ha- is comparable to disney themselves so that if they see egregious actions against their license they're going to go dude no we have no nothing to do with this yeah because disney now owns star wars and you have to remember that that any choice that they make and people are like you are scamming us out of our money disney are going to be like dude this reflects on us we own star wars we we can pull your ass straight out and so they're like oh crap we need to make a game that's uh we, oh we've we got no we've got no microtransactions mm-hmm. we've got a good story and it's going to sell well and, and it, it did, did. <laughs> and it absolutely it did. did so disney are like okay fine okay you did this that's fine we're releasing the last Star Wars film in the end of the year. We've just released Mandalorian. This game needs to fall in line with that kind of marketing. And they're like, "Oh yeah, 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 come on, cool. we got, we got, we got this." 
and respawn did a fucking amazing job from what i've what i've heard from the toughest critics because let's face it these people are the toughest critics and they were going to be relentless just well. because it's ea oh yeah they yeah. were there's looking... no there's no love there there's no love there yeah and it's rated really well really fucking well I so this is the first game outside of the force unleashed that i'm actually interested in that's so, awesome there we go and <clears throat> for anyone listening it yeah it has an 80 percent. i'm pulling up the metacritic score 80 percent uh critic and an 8.0 user score which that's, that's angry great. joe gave it an eight i if i remember correctly i that's myself would give it a nine out of ten just because mm-hmm. the story was excellent oh, the characters were wonderful um the environments were beautiful the visuals were stellar there were some bugs and there were some definitely some things that were extremely infuriating um mm-hmm. for example some of the fights were just obnoxious to the point where it wasn't fun and by the time you finally beat these bosses it wasn't satisfying it was just like oh my god i finally did it you know mm-hmm. um I, maybe it's my own fault because I was playing on the hardest difficulty and it is hard. Oh, there you go. Yeah, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> From what I have heard, it's it. If you if you're gonna go there, it's not easy. So, but I yeah, will you, say, you, you're right. It, it, they they tried to go for a like a Soulsborne uh, style of gameplay, which is great because it works within this kind of universe. And um, yeah, so if you're going to play on the hardest difficulty, you are going to get your ass kicked. Yeah, no. Um, But what I liked about it, too, was the fact that as, like, you got better at the controls and you got better at when to time, your, especially playing on the difficulty, because you see on the difficulty sliders, it tells you, like, all right, their aggression is either a little bit or a lot, or the parry time is either a lot or a little, and it visually shows you that. And if you go from the hardest difficulty to a step beneath it, the bar jumps from about half of it to less than a quarter, like less than one eighth. in terms of like the parry time so yeah the cool thing about playing on that harder difficulty is when you start finding out okay this is when i have to parry exactly when i have to hit the parry button or this is when it's okay to attack this is when i should dodge and in the direction i should dodge you you Mm. yourself the player are getting better at the game but it's in sync with how cal would be improving from a padawan to becoming more of a, a jedi Mm. and it works so perfectly it was it was i don't it was a great experience all around yeah again i haven't played the game but i'm i'm i get this is the first star wars ip that i've actually been interested in diving into Mm -hmm. and that's not because again i don't like star wars i've grown up on star wars i can't wait for episode nine i hated last jedi let's put that on record (laughs) um there were so many film moments that took me out of that film, but whatever. Like, honestly, it's like okay. I've grown. When I say I've grown up on Star Wars, I've like when I was six, seven, like with my family, like teaching me the ways, and mm-hmm. I've grown. I've literally grown up on Star Wars. Um, so to see, you know, I've seen every spin-off film. Um, I have you seen, seen the Christmas special? Oh. Uh, yeah, through JonTron, but not through, <laughs> um, not through the actual ways. And, but, um, and that's your favorite one? I, yes. Oh yeah, definitely. Okay, yes. good. Uh, good. Hype, hype. No, I'm joking. Did you hear they want to reboot it? Uh, they wanted to remake it. Not by George Lucas's family. Yeah, he, he ain't happy about it. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but no, I haven't seen the Mandalorian because here in the UK, 
we can't watch the Mandalorian because Disney Plus are like, you're not going to get Disney Plus until March. And we're like, yeah, but the Mandalorians comes out in like December. Have, has it been spoiled for you? I mean, I've seen Baby Yoda and stuff, but who hasn't seen Baby Yoda? Yeah, and everyone stuff? seen Baby Yoda. I just watched I mean, the ev- first episode. Apparently, there's a way. I I haven't found a way to watch it yet. So, um, I want to watch Mandalorian. <laughs> uh, but and uh, no, yeah, but 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 honestly, as as term as gaming goes, this is the first title I've been like, yes, I want to dive in to um, this Star Wars game. Because it's been a long time, man. It, like, you yeah. know, Force Unleashed was a long time ago, and I got burned on the second one. The second one, oh my god, that was oh god, not good. Yeah. All right. It so... felt. Carry on. Right. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, um, I think this is actually a good time, which I should have mentioned in the beginning, um, just to reiterate, because this is something I mentioned in the first episode. Which this podcast and going forward, there's two things. And I should have Mm -hmm. said this in the beginning, but we're doing it now. So get over it, I guess. (laughs) No, I'm sorry. Um, But two things is during each episode, I do want to try to bring on a guest star, meaning anybody who watches the show. So how that's going to be done is essentially I will put out a question and to a hashtag to tweet at me. It'll always be the same hashtag, but a different question. And I will use that as a pool to choose from to come join as a guest for a future episode. And so the question for this week is with the Game Awards happening in a couple days by the time you guys see this, what was your... On your birthday. On Dom's birthday. So what was your personal game of the year? Tweet that at me with the hashtag PSPodcast for a chance to come on in the next episode. But... Other than that, these, this podcast is an opportunity for myself to talk about more than just Bethesda. Obviously, it's a Bethesda-centric channel, myself and Dom as well. So this is a mm-hmm. good opportunity for me to talk about things that are happening within the broader spectrum of the gaming industry. But we will have time put aside to speak about Bethesda. So, one more time, what was your favorite game, your top game of 2019, Tweet at me with the hashtag PSPodcast and a link to my, to my Twitter, Dom's channel, and Dom's Twitter can be found in the description below, if I remember, because I'm always horrible at that. Anyway, <laughs> um, moving on, next thing I wanted to talk about is something I, I mentioned in one of my videos because it's something very personal to me, which is seeing Arkham Legacy at the Game Awards. Ooh. There's been a lot of leaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's been a lot of leaks from a lot of credible sources, and one in particular was a YouTuber named Slickmoff, who originally broke this story, which has since been covered by tons and tons of different gaming outlets. Um, And it's not just he had his own sources, but he also has another source with his own sources. So it was just a ton of collaborating information coming Mm. off of some tweets that were sent by WB Montreal's official Twitter page mm-hmm, using mm-hmm. hashtag Beware the Night and a changing logo featuring like the Court of Owls and, and all different logos. That was it, yeah. Yeah. So we were expecting that tweet came out before um, PlayStation State of Play is the conference name, I believe. Yeah, like their 20 right. minute shows. Yep. So that came mm-hmm. before the State of Play and then any Batman thing at all was completely unseen and unheard of. 
now mm-hmm. we're getting to the game awards all these rumors are popping up we're still waiting to see after those teases mm-hmm. um personally i'm excited whether it's a prequel a sequel all this information is yet to be found but i've it's been five years i think since mm-hmm. arkham knight mm-hmm. and those really? are my, some my yeah arkham knight ah. released in i believe 2015 and if you look back at it the visuals are absolutely incredible Mm-hmm. Yeah, the beautiful. They were always good. Yeah, they were always good on uh, spot on graphics like that uh, with a title like Arkham, the Arkham series in general. Man, um, even Asylum. Going back to Asylum, it still yeah. has aged well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Bethesda needs to use their engine. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're working on a new engine, so you know what is well, the tone? What not... is the tone? And uh, <laughs> or at least, at least they're working on new tech. Yeah, it's not a new engine. That's something uh, that gets as I as I found out there there there, well as we all found out in PAX East, they're all uh, going towards photogrammetry, which they're going towards with Starfield and the Elder Scrolls Six. So and the new we're, we're going to expect. I mean, let, let, I mean, let's face it. Like they've always been good at the environmental graphics and stuff like that. So um, I, I have no issue with that. It's more to do with um, they are upgrading to motion capture within um their npcs that 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 needs work their character models need work to be honest because even if even if you look back on some of their games you're like oh it doesn't look bad like some of these games look good man like uh, todd howard uh, hates oblivion he hates oh. the characters in oblivion yeah we're not going that far <laughs> oh, I'm oh about okay what like, <laughs> about like skyrim fallout 4 um <clears throat> no skyrim's um, not terrible being the older of the two Hey, honestly, man, like I turn on, I'll turn on uh, the special edition, get some footage for my videos, and I'm like, damn, this, you know, some of this place, you know, they look good, man. Some good moments. Um, again, I guess it links to immersion, uh, but uh, getting off track, you know, the Batman games always did look really good. Uh, the character models look spot on, uh, you know, with with Mark Hamill and um, stuff like that, and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just looks great, man. It looks, it still looks great. So, um, to see what those kind of games will look like in the future, um, maybe next generation Probably. or maybe the end of this generation. I have a hunch um, that's what they've been waiting for. Like Starfield is you... waiting for next gen. Mm. I think the Arkham games were like, no, no, no. Because if you remember back, I don't know how involved you are, but if you remember back, the mm-hmm. Batmobile itself and like the cape. They explained the cape was was so many pixels, or the Batmobile. I'm sorry, it was the Batmobile for Arkham Knight was so okay. big that it like barely fit, or was like almost the entirety of one disc to make it work. Bro, it was just really? huge. Yeah, it was something absurd. It wasn't that exactly, but it was something absurd like that just for the Batmobile. Um, That's so insane. I, I did not know that. Yeah, so I'm assuming with something like uh, Arkham Legacy, as it's been rumored, um, they they knew that wherever direction they wanted to go they needed next generation and the interesting thing is that it's coming from wb montreal which is of course oh, not yeah, yeah. rocksteady no um, yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 so i'm curious to see that alone because naturally rocksteady has had the same five years since arkham knight wb montreal has had even longer because i don't even remember what was it 2013 or 2012 when origins released okay yeah so Wait. yeah yeah yeah. so yeah. i mean just what has been going on for that long i think is the big question that everybody 
who is a fan is wondering. Yeah, it's it's going to be a it'll be a big launch title if that is their plan. Um, I feel like that would be their plan closing at the end of the year because you remember you have to compete with games like um, you know Cyberpunk, uh, The Last of Us Part Two to close this generation mm-hmm. out. And I've always had the feeling, I've always had the notion that, um, which is becoming true, um, that The Last of Us Part Two will be the last game for PlayStation because they were the last for this generation. Last, yeah, yeah. Because the the Last of Us was the the closing title of PS3, and that it makes sense for the Last of Us uh, Part Two to be the closing title for PS4. So it kind of makes sense for any other game to compete against that to either work on next generation development kits to either get a head start on next generation kind of thing. You know what I mean? And then, of course, they can sell it for another $60 when they upscale it and up-res it. Yeah, and yeah. And they'll be like, oh, this is what this is what we've improved. The the, yeah, yeah. That you know is yeah, coming. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Which is mm-hmm. why... Yeah, you- <laughs> I'm indecisive between PS4 and PS5 or P- PlayStation 5 and the next generation Xbox. Um mm-hmm. but but you I wouldn't buy for me personally if I did have a PlayStation 4, I would not buy The Last of Us for PlayStation 4 because you know, you know they are doing a remaster. It's coming. Let me just let me just bro. <laughs> really? I would wait. Dude, I would. You're not gonna. You're gonna skip out on. Yeah. Do you have any idea? I'm. I'm skipping. Would I have an idea. Me? I have an idea of what I'm doing. <laughs> Dude, no. I would Why wait. Why are you skipping out? On La- I am not skipping out on Last of Us Part Two. I know that intro. I know the five minute intro is gonna give me feels, and I'm gonna cry my eyes out again. <laughs> and I'll be like, Troy, why did you do this to me, Troy? Well, no, it's gonna um, be Ellie. Ellie, why'd you do this? No, it's still going to be Troy, man. Okay. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. No, I'm joking. It would be okay. Ellie, yeah. Ellie, do you have any idea? Um, yeah, man. Um, I, I get that. I can see them doing that. But again, it's the last. The thing is, like, the thing I'm wondering about PS5 is, right, how is it going to improve? Because PlayStation are now, not well, not even plays like gaming as a whole are at a point in time where games look so freaking good. Yeah. And I bought a 4K TV and I bought a PS4 Pro for God of War and it's the best thing I've ever seen in my life and I've never seen a game that looks better than that right now. How can it improve from that, honestly? Um, to the it, point where it's just the, photorealistic. Like, not photorealism that, that we have game now. Does, that but... game does... Yeah. That game does look as close to if that if that game was a launch title for ps5 i'd be like yeah that makes sense <laughs> honestly and i'm like how can it improve from that and i, I think know. a lot of companies are going to find it hard to upscale from those type of graphics because we're getting to a point where games look so good and textures look so good and um it's just going to keep increasing in pixels see, i think can... is the thing because there yeah. already are like yeah. 16k TVs and 24k, like that's a thing that exists. Um, yeah, the only the only thing is, is that enough to sell the consoles? I'm going to need to see something that at the PS5 demo that is like, okay, this is what the PS4 Pro looked like, and this is what the PS5 looks like, but it has to be so significant 
uh, or at least so sorry not so significant uh so you know amazing that it's gonna make me go oh crap i need to upscale again mm-hmm. you know what i mean yep no even though i know like i'm, I'm gonna buy it day one because i'm a playstation guy yes i'm gonna need to see something or maybe maybe not if they haven't got anything great i'm gonna be like well i have a ps4 pro i have a 4k tv what do i need what do i need mm-hmm. what, what's gonna make me buy the ps5 on release date you know are my games gonna be backwards compatible you know all the ps4 games i've just yeah <laughs> <laughs> all the all the ps4 games i've bought are they going to be able to be played because i know on release ps5 are going to have a handful of games r- released you know what i mean yeah. What's going to make me buy next generation I right think, from the get-go? I think the big thing, and this is coming from other channels that I watch, um, the big thing is that when the when the when this current generation launched, they were dr- mm-hmm. both the PS4 and the Xbox One were drastically underpowered, and that's why we did see... There's always mid-console generation upgrades and stuff like that, but that's, yeah. that's why we saw the PS4 Pro and... In particular, the Xbox One X was because Mm, Microsoft mm. and Sony both knew that these consoles released underpowered. They weren't where they should have been in relation to, for example, where PCs are. Not that they would ever be the same as PCs. They'll always be sort of a step behind. But the difference was just night and day. Like, it wasn't even... It was not close. Um, Mm. so now when we're moving into next gen, the big thing right now is ray tracing, which I think at this point, most people are familiar with. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, the, the big thing is, well, now they have these more powerful, they can load more stuff on screen. You have the opportunity to have more, I think physics is definitely something in games that's kind of stagnated. Um, so Mm -hmm. like for example, in, uh, if Luigi's Mansion, I think, is an excellent example, actually, of all games, because Luigi's oh. Mansion, if you start like using your vacuum and sucking things in, every single thing in the environment reacts to that. AAA games don't have that same thing because they need to prioritize. Okay, well, we can't have physics on every object because we have this many pixels on the screen and we have this many items that are placed in the world at one time. So, it, yeah. With next generation, hopefully, the idea is that the these more powerful consoles will be able to handle all of these different physics going on. And that's, I think, where we'll start seeing the bigger improvements and the bigger jumps. And when you look at something like, should I upgrade to the PS4 from the, from the PS4 to the PS5? Mm-hmm. Since the graphics, yeah, they're getting to a point where how do they get better? That's what will make or break it. And... I think another yeah, good it'd example. Be the, it'd be the, the small things, like the, as you said, like the physics and the stuff. The ray tracing, the lighting looks better, the shadows, the reflections, you know, things mm, of that nature. Mm. Um, simple things too, it'd like be... if you remember Geralt's hair was a big deal. Do you remember Witcher 3? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be, it'd be the small details that add to the bigger picture. Um yeah you i think you're right on that um it'd be interesting to see what microsoft do with scarlet because they obviously are close uh to more of a gaming company obviously microsoft is more uh not a gaming company a pc company or computer company right um obviously microsoft are dominantly uh 
you know, a PC, a PC brand. Obviously, now they are with Xbox and stuff. So it'd be interesting to see what, what they integrate with uh, their new consoles coming from uh, PC units and stuff like that. It'll be very interesting to see what they do with that. Uh, alongside that, I know Sony have their own stuff linked to PC at the moment, and um, they're integrating with PS5. I, I can't wait to just just to hear more on what both sides are doing. Of course, again, I am more lenient towards um, PlayStation because of their exclusives with, you know, again, Naughty Dog, right Last of Us, Kojima, um, you know, um, the people that make um, Bloodborne and stuff like that. Mm, and I didn't even think of Bloodborne. That was exclusive too. Yeah, yeah. They're all... They, 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 They've just got so many exclusives under their belt. It's just kind of like these titles are going to do better in a way because um, they're on Sony and they've had this huge back catalog. But then I'm hoping that Xbox can do that. And as I've always said, I've not. I'm not a Xbox hater. I'm just mm-hmm. like I have no reason to buy one because. PlayStation have all these exclusives that I love and that I'm interested in, but I'm still waiting for that exclusive title that makes me go, right, crap, I need to buy an Xbox to play this game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm still waiting for that for Xbox. And I'm hoping maybe Obsidian could do that for Xbox because when I heard Obsidian were bought out by Microsoft, I was kind of originally like, okay, maybe I'll have to buy an Xbox to play The Outer Worlds. And I was like, I would be willing to do that uh, because I'm Again, it would it would be that title that I've been waiting for from Microsoft, but uh, yeah, it hasn't happened so yeah. far. It's it yeah. sucks too because there's you know what's it's going to be a big E3 for Microsoft. It's going to be big for both of them because I think especially since Microsoft oh, yeah. had a lackluster like Sony won. Let's it's mm. even as a Microsoft gamer, so, Sony won. <laughs> um, but so since Microsoft had a lackluster year they need to come off of that and improve and sony mm-hmm. what they need to do is compete against for example microsoft's game pa- xbox game pass is i mean it's the mm. best deal mm. you can get and i'm not a subscriber because i is... like to own my games um mm-hmm. but i'm the same yeah, yeah it's it's a phenomenal deal and if the hardware isn't better but they have their exclusives Microsoft doesn't have that. So me as a mm. as primarily an Xbox gamer, if Microsoft doesn't and they have all those new studios we're waiting to see what they're working on, but if Sony can nail it out of the park with I mean we know Spider-Man 2 is going to be coming, we know The Last of Us Part 2 is exclusive obviously. Uh whatever mm-hmm. else that, you know, again, the Bloodborne developers if they're working on a sequel or something else, um it, yeah. it's just the exclusives are really what makes the difference. Mm, that and Guerrilla Games with uh, probably another Horizon game. Oh, I forgot about um, Horizon too. Yeah, Jeez. yeah, dude. Yeah, that, that's probably coming. I, I've got a feeling because Horizon because Guerrilla Games released a uh, a release title for PS4 like the day it came out, um, which was uh, Shadow Kill, mm-hmm. uh, which is what oh. I bought, which is one of my first games on PS4, and the graphics were like insane yeah. and they still hold up actually which was i was like i i got a screenshot from facebook the other day because when i put a screenshot up, up up on facebook when i got a ps4 for the first time i looked back on it and it hit it came up the other day and i was like 
damn, they, they actually still hold up. <laughs> um, I was like, what the hell? That's that so weird. Considering we're like closing in on an uh, an uh, uh, era of gaming. Yeah. Again, um, I mean, see Arkham Knight 2015. Yeah. Looks yeah, next gen in my opinion. Have, uh, yeah. So then I can see uh, Guerrilla Games doing another uh, Horizon game because that did so well for them and uh, Sony in general. That I can imagine them releasing something on release. So, uh, yeah, what? yeah. So here's here's a big point of contention with next gen as well. Is what price point would you need to like either scare you away, and or, or subsequently get you to adopt it sooner? So, um, the rumors right oh. now are that it will actually be priced similarly to the PlayStation Four, which I believe was about five hundred bucks. Um. Mm. Yeah, so the so it's rumored that it'll probably be about the same price, and of course Sony's touting that they want people to adopt the PlayStation Five quicker than any other previous generation. So people migrating from PS Two to Three and Three to Four. So what what's kind of your price barrier? Because I feel like for a lot of people, that's really going to be the big factor for who gets it right off the bat and who holds off until the prices drop subsequent years. Um, I mean, it's expected, isn't it? We can't, we can't look at a new console or a new bit of technology and go, oh, we want it to be this price. And it, it, I guess it's really up to them. Um, I mean, when I, I got PS4 on day one, uh, not by pre-ordering it, I locked, I really locked out um, <laughs> on uh, buying a PS4. And I, I yeah, I, uh, I kind of walked into a store and there was people in front of me and I was like, I went to the help desk and I was like, Oh, can you tell me about the deals on PS4? And, um, they, they were like, Oh yeah. Yeah. So they walked me over. Um, you asked about deals on day show one. Me... Yeah. Like day one, day one, I walked into this, into a normal, uh, store. And, um, there, I'm not even joking. There was like a, there was like a queue of people, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, waiting to pay. And there was like a help desk in front of those people, and I I, I didn't even me intentionally um, go in front of them, <laughs> but I went up to the help desk and was like, "Oh, can you um show me what uh, PS4 deals you guys have got?" And um, it was on. I'm not even joking. It was day one, dude. <laughs> and um, they showed me the deals. They were like, "You can get the you can get this many games." Uh, you can get two controllers. Uh, you can get a console uh, for like I think it was like five hundred and twenty-five pounds. Right. And I, I had the money, and I was like, "Bro, yeah, I got three games. I remember I got three games, two controllers, and a console for five hundred and twenty-five pounds." That sounds and that's good to a me. Good deal. Yeah, that's for yeah, that's next gen. Good, it was a good. Yeah, like day one, day one. Yeah. And I was like, "Yeah, let's go." I was like, "Yeah, dude." Um. He was like, you can pick any two games you want, and it also comes with the game with the console. And I was like, oh, dude, that's <laughs> grand. Um, so I got Assassin's Creed, Black Flag. I got um, uh, Shadow Kill, mm-hmm. and then I got the Knack game that came with it. Oh, right. Uh, and then I also, and then I also got a new, different colored controller. Ooh, um, fancy! Was, like. Which came in a separate box, and I was like, "Oh, bro, this is right, sick." Sure. Day one, 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then um, it was so funny because like there was people queuing to get the the console, and because I went to the help desk. I got it before them. <laughs> and I didn't I didn't know this until I was paying for it. And he was like, Dude, you realize he was like, Yeah, dude, you realize there's only four left of these? And I was like, Oh my god. <laughs> and there was people in front of me and I was like, Oh my god, I'm so sorry. You made I didn't tell them. I just some... I got my bag and ran. You made some little kid some mom could have been buying that for her little child, for her little Timmy. Ah, uh, they, they ain't got time for that. You ruined Wait his Christmas. It was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Dude, I yeah, I did. Grab, I grabbed, I grabbed my bag and ran. I was like, I'm gone. <laughs> Day one, dude, I'm gone. Uh, do you still have uh, that control? And then I turned, on sha- I, I turned on Shadow Kill and I was like, oh my god, the graphics. So good. Um, but yeah, yeah, that that was my next gen story so i guess it, it, i guess and it's up to them um but realistically i can see them selling it for like 4.99 mm-hmm. maybe maybe if we're very 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 hopeful 3.99 no, no but too low i can imagine them doing the same yeah yeah i think you're right too low i think they can we can we, we can expect the same kind of marketing and um price range for ps5 i reckon or Xbox, you know, yeah. that was the thing because Xbox announced their price beforehand, and it was, jeez, it was it was because of the stupid Connect. And where's the Connect now? And then, where's the Connect? Yeah, even hmm? though they were like, even but I played Skyrim like, with Connect. That oh, was you, cool. Yeah, and even though they were like, you need to connect to play the Xbox One, and then it got Get ditched like you. months into the game. Yeah. That was they did not have a good marketing campaign when it came to Xbox One oh, originally, because no. do you remember they were like you if you it. don't play online then you're you're poor or whatever. I oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, you had to always be online. Yep. In order yep. to use, jeez, no, and and the only the only good bad, thing really that bad. came out of Connect was that I could shout in Skyrim. You could actually use the shouts, so I'd be oh, sitting. Yeah. yeah, I'd be sitting at the edge of my seat going "Fosh Roda!" like screaming at my TV. And everyone in the house thought I was a complete madman. It was, but I was having the time of my life, and I got Skyrim day one. So of course, Connect support didn't come until later. But yeah, was that three sixty? It did. Yeah, it was originally on the three sixty. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but moving on. Oh man, that's just crazy. <laughs> I have really good memories of the Skyrim midnight release. But moving on to the next time, in the in the same vein as. Uh, next generation which is that xbox is not embracing and this is old news at this point but xbox is not embracing vr whatsoever because their consumers don't have enough interest in it there's just not enough uh vocal people about it from their fans so um for me personally this isn't something i'm bothered by and i think it's a smart move on their part if the fans mm-hmm. aren't requesting it i don't know how many users are really taking advantage of psvr uh, you have you mm-hmm. ever used it? No, I've never used it. No. No. Um, I think I think somewhere I heard there was a statistic that like seventeen percent of gamers actually have VR of any kind, whether it's PC, PSVR, or something like that. Um. Yeah. So I've I have an HTC Vive. 
I've played Skyrim and Fallout VR. It is incredible mm-hmm. experiences, I have to say. Um, okay. Yeah, and there's a video on my channel where I did it for the first time, and I was it just the doors are the size of like real doors, and you're, if you're looking at like a dwarven ruin, the 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 doors are humongous <laughs> in comparison to you, and just the sense of scale is something completely unprecedented from looking at it on like just a 2D screen or a normal monitor or TV. Oh damn! It's to be honest, I if you're a hardcore but Bethes- like a big big Bethesda fan, I would recommend mm-hmm. Skyrim VR. Like just oh really? I would recommend the headset just for Skyrim VR. Yeah, to I I'm being mm. completely honest. That and Beat Saber. Damn. <laughs> oh, I've I've always been um interested into mainly diving into Skyrim VR. Um. I'm just waiting for the price set, the the headset to come down in price a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's it's still quite expensive, but uh, yeah, for an experience like that, I'm like, oh, maybe I'm I can wait, I can wait, but uh, I do want to experience uh, Skyrim in VR. Uh, I mean, I've been to events where they have that on display or they have that running, um, but I I haven't had time to play it myself now. Um. So so. I guess it's it's safe to assume that then you're not like just a huge proponent of just VR games at all. So something like Microsoft saying, "Eh, it's not a big deal." It that's I mean now you're a PlayStation gamer, so it is different. But mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. if if let's say hypothetically Microsoft was releasing a VR bundled with their Xbox Scarlet for this the normal price, this would never happen. But for the normal price of the Xbox. So if it was selling for four ninety nine at retail, they were like, "Yeah, if you buy it, if you pre order it, we'll also give you a VR headset." Would that is that something that would be like, oh, "Okay, like I'll go out and pick up the VR headset." Um, like if it was on offer, I guess so. But would you I, make the I'm switch from PlayStation really... to? Oh Microsoft? no, probably not. No, 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 no that's no, not enough to no, sell no. you. It's not. Again, as I said, I'm not. I've never been against Xbox. It's just like they they don't have those exclusives that uh, make me want to go out and buy an Xbox. It's mm-hmm. just it, there's not there's nothing there at the moment for me. Um, yeah, right. It it was an interesting timing for this comment to come out because this is right around the same time when uh, Half Life Alex was revealed. Mm, 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 um, yeah. Now, my feelings on Half-Life Alex are completely different. To be honest, I think it's more of a... It, it does look very cool, and of course, it's Half-Life. It seems to yeah. me that Ep, uh, Epic, um, Valve is trying to sell the engine that it's running on. I oh, think I that's that. their yeah, main yeah, yeah. priority, is the game is mm. second, selling the engine to developers, because of course, it will utilize um, the new Oculus, where you can control each individual finger, which no other VR game really utilizes that feature which is why people are not sprinting to the store to buy um, the new headset, the new VR headset from mm-hmm. Valve. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but I do think it's the point of it is to, to just sell that engine so other, other developers can utilize it. Um, and again, all in all, I think it's it's a smart decision. If, if there's no demand for it, why are you going to build, invest in this technology, especially when you, know, you and I are both on the same page that... Mm-hmm. Microsoft needs to focus on getting its exclusives where they need to be. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, I think you're right there. I, I don't know much about um, Half-Life Alex. Um, all I know, is obviously, it's kind of it's more exciting to see them working on that franchise again. Um, I watched the interview. I watched the documentary with Jeff Keighley uh, about them making the game and the interview that they had making the game and stuff like that. Um, I guess for Half-Life fans, it's more interesting for them to be working on that ip once again and obviously that game was meant to be a a portal game originally but um Mm -hmm. they discovered that halfway through that not halfway through but a little bit all the ways through that it would be too jarring for a portal game you know you'd be flinging from place to place imagine yeah you'll be getting nauseous you would it would be like that episode of south park uh south park family guy who wants chowder Oh, dude, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> it would be that, just all over whatever room you're set up in. It would be yeah, miserable. Absolutely. Yeah, so it, obviously that doesn't work as a VR game. It would be too jarring for someone to play that as a VR game. Um, so, you know, work on Half-Life. Um, and from what I've seen, like the clips and stuff, it looks like graphically and settings and mm-hmm. the world itself that they've put themselves in looks detailed to hell dude it looks really 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 good um although i feel like that they're they're trying to take vr into uh, a new serious place within the you know exclusives and the world of gaming itself i feel like they're trying to push it into a more serious place um compared to other games i think the technology is getting there it's just not affordable yet for most no, absolutely, because they're they're pushing it for their valve systems uh, of VR um, or something like that. But um, you know, maybe they're just testing the waters to see how well a Half Life game would do in 2019 or 2020, whenever it's coming out. Um, and then hopefully we can just pray that they work on the next one. Um, yeah, that's about it. Cool. That's all I know about it. Again, I'm not a PC gamer, so I have no real idea how this affects (laughs) uh, everybody or who's looking forward to it. So, yes. Cool. Good stuff. Um, Now, now finally we can get into some Bethesda stuff. So, Mm. the big Mm. thing, the big thing, and you and I both know what that is. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Elder Scrolls Legends no longer supported. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it goes further than that. Because mm. just a few days ago, this is something I haven't seen anybody talk about. Just okay. a few days ago, and we'll, we'll we'll focus specifically on Legends and the implications of that, but I just want to point out something nobody has covered. Gwent okay. has pulled its support from consoles. Oh, damn. Like three really? days ago. Damn, I did not know about that. Yes, they said, and the, people kind of all along knew that Gwent wasn't really performing, and CD Projekt Red was open about its performance. They said, yeah, it grew a little bit, but they didn't specify based on platform. But it okay. is official that they will be pulling it down, and you cannot um, play on PlayStation or on Xbox, and mm. the cards that you've earned, you could still transfer your account, but things like there's a uh, currency meteorite powder, um, right. For Xbox users, that will transfer. For PlayStation users, it will not. Which is oh really? And they didn't explain why. Yeah. Um, but I just find it interesting to get back to to Legends that mm-hmm. both of these card games that were 
branches from mainstream series mm. lost their footing and they're both in the same genre of yeah. being a collectible card game. Mm-hmm. I so, mean, I did not know about the Gwent thing. I yeah. thought CD Projekt were doing uh, quite Pulled well. Pulled the right hook with that one. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, so, so what's it going to be? Is it, is, is it on mobile? or is It, it is on... still on mobile. Yeah, so it's on mobile. Okay, mm-hmm. so maybe they're just trying to focus their efforts on um their audience for mobile maybe their maybe their mobile audience is bigger um you know while they're working on games like cyberpunk and stuff like that maybe they want to keep those kind of avenues free for those type of games um yeah that's weird maybe maybe that led to the decision of uh xenomax pulling um you know uh, elder scrolls legends you know um i'm seeing right i will i will like to uh, to touch on something while we we're talking about uh, uh, yeah. Elder Scrolls Legends, um, and that is the fact that I'm seeing a lot of videos popping up about people blaming Bethesda Game Studios for the Elder Scrolls Legends cancellation. Mm-hmm. Uh, come on, it's not their fault. It has not it, no, nothing to it do has, with them. The Elder Scrolls Legends has nothing to do with um, Bethesda Game Studios. It's a Zenimax and a Bethesda Softworks property. Developed by uh, what are they called? Something pants. I Sparky, can't remember Sparky, what it was. It Sparky was a different pants. company, and then they transferred it to Sparky Pants. But that's it. Sparky at the end pa- of the day, yeah, Bethesda's so... not choosing. Bethesda is yeah, not choosing. The own... Yeah, of course. Yeah. So Bethesda Game Studios, the people that create Fallout Three, Fallout Four, Skyrim, and all the other Elder Scrolls titles that you may know and love, have nothing to do with the Elder Scrolls Legends. Um, I, I'm seeing a lot of comparisons because obviously it's, you know, topical to jump onto Bethesda Game Studios recently or Bethesda Austin or, you know, well they the, obviously Bethesda Austin have initial ties with Bethesda Game Studios because that's their name. Mm-hmm. Um, anything outside of Bethesda Montreal on mobile have nothing to do with Bethesda Game Studios. So Fallout Shelter. And Fallout Blades. Uh, Fallout Blades? Idiot. Fallout Blades. Maybe a new game. The next oh, experience shit. coming from yeah, Bethesda fa- Mobile. Fallout Blades. Yeah. That, that's, the, that's, the, that's the new title. It's going to be, it's going to take the building system in Elder Scrolls Blades, but it'll be like you can actually customize the settlement as opposed to just yeah. where the buildings are or what buildings go yeah. in predetermined spots. Absolutely. And then Preston Garvey will give you out hand quests and tell you that settlements can you do help. press to garvey oh yes i can <laughs> <laughs> another oh, you settlement. mean a brush in it yeah, yeah, yeah another another settlement hang on another settlement needs your help i'll mark it on your map <laughs> all right something like that that yeah there you go uh, that, yeah 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 they pressed the fucking gummy uh but yes him. um so yes end of story uh obviously Xenomax is obviously moving on. Uh, they're going on to they're gearing up for next generation. Uh, obviously, they're looking at the numbers for uh, Elder Scrolls Legends, and at, at its peak over the last month, there's been of like there's been a thousand players over that was the last on Steam, month. Though, right? That was just the Steam statistic, I believe you were talking about. Yes, I think so. I think yeah, I so right. that doesn't yeah, include yeah, mobile I think, I think and. Who's playing it on? No, con- if it's, right, so, is it on? Con- I don't know if it's on consoles. 
No, it never reached consoles. Oh, yeah, that was a no. thing. I remember they were talking about it was supposed yeah. to, and it just never came. No, and that's probably down to the downscaling of mm-hmm. either the team or its player base. Um, and at the end of the day, these guys are a business. It sucks. But if something's not working, then, you know, keep it live, but don't... They think. I mean, how long have, has Elder Scrolls Legends been going for? Uh, it's had. I mean, seriously, it's had a good it's run. A, to be honest, yeah, yeah, of course. Like, and e- you're still, you can e- still play every it. E3 event. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the thing. That's the it's other just, thing. There's no new content coming to it. It's just you could you could play the game to how download it far it. Yeah, however far it's gotten, but it's just there's going to be no content towards it. And I can't really comment too much on this because I've never played the elder scrolls blades uh elder scrolls god sake dominic the elder scrolls legends <laughs> i th- have we we might have been saying blades this whole time to be honest yeah well i, I think it's like, <laughs> <laughs> gonna be embarrassing to go back and listen to yeah please cut that out no i'm joking <laughs> no i'm joking no it's Keep a everything. podcast it does nothing gets cut out <laughs> the wheel oh god i just smacked oh, my god. microphone see that saying yeah you went yeah, that'll stay in. No, I'm joking. <laughs> but I, I can't comment too much on it over the apart from the fact that it has nothing to do with uh Bethesda Game Studios, which I've seen a few uh a few creators try to reach and blame Catch Bethesda Game hate. Studios for this. And I'm like, dude, it has nothing to do with BGS. It's time so, yeah. it's genuinely on that note, it is genuinely time to get off just hating on Bethesda it's time to, <laughs> instead of just saying, oh, Bethesda did this wrong and, and, and everything that's wrong, it's time to look mm. and think of, okay, these were mistakes that were made. How can we mm-hmm. fix them and project that in a constructive manner? Because Bethesda, you and I both know as content creators, Bethesda's on top of it. They watch mm-hmm. what people are saying. And just oh, recently, dude, yeah. just recently, I was listening to an interview that, and this doesn't mean be more harsh, but Todd Howard said that everything the fans have said has never been more harsh than what's said internally when they criticize themselves, which means oh, they're, yeah. th- that doesn't mean be more harsh. What that means is they are well aware of the issues that are present. They know them. What we, again, as, a, as I, I go on, no, again, no, go as on. I said, as I said to you earlier on before this podcast, You'll be surprised to see how many YouTube videos they watch, how many topical videos they watch on their products, and they know. They know who people are. They know who we are in within the community. Um, you'll you'll be very surprised at how much they listen to uh, certain videos and stuff like that. And that goes beyond yeah. just content creators too that's they're on reddit mm. constantly yeah looking. reddit all the time um, yeah. and they've said this publicly that they are looking in these in these places so it's time to shift the narrative from just simply berating bethesda berating their employees and and trying to find reasons to raise ang- anger is not constructive and it never will be but we can find opportunities and avenues to to tell bethesda this is why we don't like it and this is why how we we would like to see it in the future and just overall in a constructive manner is what i'm trying to get at Mm. but yeah it's crazy 
with with Elder Scrolls Legends to wrap back to Legends, the one thing that I'm interested in is we know that Bethesda is really pushing forward with their mobile campaigns. This is evident in the fact that they recently bought a new mobile studio, and I apologize, the name of that studio is slipping me, but they bought a new one. We saw the ever since uh, Fallout Shelter was successful. We've seen Blades, which was heavily monetized. They've retracted that since, but that raises the mm-hmm. question whether it's too little, too late. Um, they've had Commander Keen, which I have not seen a single positive thing about <laughs> Commander Keen. Yeah. Um, again, again, just to clarify, that is a Xenom. I, I again, I see this all the time. As soon as it got announced, oh Bethesda, what the hell are you doing releasing this? It's a Xenomax no, project. Xenomax. Let's let's um let's announce that that's a Xenomax media mobile game. And I think Bethesda I was just Montreal guilty of saying Bethesda. Game. Um. Oh no 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 no! I've seen like big YouTubers from you know X Y and Z be like, oh Bethesda, what are you doing? And I'm like, come on, man! I'm it's tiny. I'm excused. It's a Xenomax mm, project. Power. Come on, you guys. You know this is coming from BGS. This is a Xenomax project. So yeah, and please that's... direct. Yeah, it's um, like it's like forwarding someone else's mail. <laughs> Come on. Come on, guys. <laughs> they don't belong here. No. Why well, you turn up at my house? It's not my house. Send it back. Yeah. You yeah. Throw it at the mailman. Uh, and apart from that, there has been no Commander Keen news. That's the I think other that It just disappeared. Instantly. I think it disappeared. They were like, no, this we can't do this. Mm-mm. We're not. This is not what we sell. We sell fucking Doom wolfenstein uh you know fallout elder scrolls you know uh that disappeared very fast i just wanted to see how uh, many ips you would be able to list off (laughs) a dishonored uh prey uh dishonored death of the outsider (laughs) doom eternal all right (laughs) okay uh camel works no i'm joking (laughs) (laughs) go for vids yeah, Joey go for Caps. A bit. yeah, yeah. Joey Caps Gaming, Matty plays, Mister Matty plays. Uh, um, just Tom show. No chicken. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so it's I, I I agree with you. I think Commander Keen's gone. Um, and to be honest, if it appeared at E3 this year out of the blue, I think it would just be the laughing stock of E3. And I, you know what? Even as a Bethesda fan, I gotta be honest. I kind of hope they do because it would just be a riot. At least for me. Yeah, I yeah. think it'd just be like nothing's been said for an entire year. They showed gameplay of it, which means it was at some kind of a playable state, and then it and then it just comes back and they're like, yeah, 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 here it is. Like we know you guys were really looking forward to more information, and the whole audience <laughs> just goes, what? Oh my god, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> okay, um, on that note, do you think Bethesda will even have a conference this year? That's a good question. Um, but and we'll get into that. We will get into that. I just want to. Mm. I just wanted to wrap around to the point I was trying to make with Commander Keen, um, and all these other mobile titles. They've mm. not been doing well since since Fallout Shelter. They argue. They, I want to say subjectively, but I know that's not entirely the case. I know, for example, you still play Blades. Um, oh, you outed me, man. Oh, bro. <laughs> yeah, I love Blades, man. I like Blades. Um, but they, they, they for the most part i would say haven't been doing too well most of their mobile launches and legends shutting down now even though it has had a good run the community was expecting this even if you look at the reddit post the community was like yeah we kind of saw it coming 
but it's just another lack of success for a mobile title mm-hmm. with the acquisition of a new mobile studio it's it's it, it to me just seems like a weird contradiction of what Bethesda seems to be aiming for in terms of their releases whether it's um in this case mobile versus what actually is working for the company yeah um i don't know I, I, they've always focused it depends if you're talking about bgs or xenomax or bethesda softworks oh and yeah you bring all, that up as clarity i do want to separate. say that i mean xenomax like as a whole so go okay on. so yeah 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 xenomax's releases haven't been doing too great um as as you said they're trying to do uh stuff on with commander keen yeah Non, non-existent. Um, I throw Elder a Scrolls, in my mouth Elder Scrolls Legends. Yeah, Elder Scrolls Legends. Um, while it seemed on the outside, I, again, I've never played Elder Scrolls Legends. I'm not into card games. I never played Gwent or, or anything like that. Um, it seemed to have some kind of audience because, you know, again, at every E3 showcase, they had a new trailer or they had a new expansion or... Uh, they they seem to be adding to stuff, and uh, every year it seems to be an ongoing thing. Mm-hmm. So as far as the, as far as that side of it, I have no real uh, inclination of how it was doing, how well it was performing. Um, so uh, to me, it never seemed like a big deal. But then again, I don't know if other players were like, "Oh, I love." Elder Scrolls Legends and um, Mm -hmm. you know that kind of thing and uh, it seemed to be at every convention I got invited to Elder Scrolls Legends was there Um, so in my eyes I was like oh it it has it must have some kind of following it must be doing uh, somewhat well Um, but to hear it's cancellation or at least it's halt in development I'm like okay maybe I wasn't maybe I was right and it's not that huge ip that uh people love um yeah so everything has to come to an end it can't roll on forever maybe they're working on something else maybe it was like well we need to pull the staff from this to work on this um i know xenomax media are working on a uh, new online ip um you know same developers as zelda scrolls online right right Uh, i forgot about that yeah, I know they're working on something, so maybe they had to. Was like, well, this isn't performing, and we need the staff on this. So, you know, put two and two together, and you know they have to then go on and work on this instead of that. Um, so yeah, maybe that maybe that's the case. Yeah. Uh, so the, to 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 go back, you were saying how you don't really know like what the state of the community truly was. You just happened to see it. There are a couple comments that I can highlight because I I have them in front of me. Um, oh, good. These are some of the top comments from people who responded to the original Reddit post. Uh, and I'm not going to read the whole thing, but essentially the original Reddit post just said, hey, listen, it is coming to an end. We're halting the development. You can still play it, but we're not going to be making any of the new DLC. That includes one more expansion that was supposed to release during the winter. Uh, that's that not going right. to yeah. come to fruition. And they just said, thank you for your continued love and support over the past couple of years for this Mm -hmm. game um and then a couple of the top comments from the fans responding to this post they said 
Uh, one was, and so a whole period of my life passes. Uh, another, this is sad. Legends was one of my favorite games of any kind. Um, one more really unfortunate news. Thank you for all the work you guys have put into the game. Thank you, Sparky, for revitalizing the client and bringing us forward. That's obviously because it switched developers at one point. Uh, I don't mm-hmm. think we ever reached the game's full potential, but it was still a blast to play. And then one one final one, true final one. Uh, this one says, this is a pretty sad day. I've moved on from Legends, but expected to be kicking for a few more years, figuring I'd come back every few months to new stuff. However, I just want to say thank you to everyone in this community and to the devs while it lasted. Even though we have our disagreements and things can get pretty crazy, I've made tons of friends through Legends, got to be part of an awesome team of people, and spent hours of my life studying, discussing, and playing Legends with you all. I imagine that everyone in the community is going to drift apart pretty fast. I know many have already moved on to Mythgard. It's another fun game I can recommend if you need a new one. I look forward to crossing to paths crossing with many of you in the future. It's been a good blood. It's been a good run, Legends. May you all walk on warm sands. <laughs> and I think uh, that one just cool. was perfectly written. Yeah. So there was I mean, a lot yeah, a of shame. positivity it, it, towards it. Yeah. I mean, it's like any title, isn't it, really? Like, there's always going to be communities that are formed through that, that mm-hmm. game, and it's always going to be sad if they, if they stop development on such a game. I mean, it, uh, people slam Fallout 76, and rightly so sometimes with the decisions that Bethesda have made recently. Uh, but the communities within that game, if that game just stopped development or stopped running servers, I'm sure a lot of people would be upset um, and that the people that they've met through those games have, uh, you know, they they feel like they're drifting apart or they're losing that side of friendship. It's like or, losing a pet. You know, yeah, of It'll course. It'll hurt yeah, for a bit. Yeah, 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 of course. Um, so it's going to be the same thing. So, yeah. Right. So I, I know that I don't, I don't expect anyone from Bethesda or Zenimax, whoever, to be watching this podcast. But I do <laughs> want to say I did personally play uh, Legends and I had a good time with it. So it is sad to see it go. Um, oh, really? But mm. yeah, I, I wasn't super active in it. I'd pick it up here and there. Um, I never got into the meta or anything like that just because it was way too much and too... Uh, I, I didn't want to spend the time learning it is really what it comes down to. But I mm-hmm. did enjoy it when I did play it. And so uh, thank you to Zenimax and Bethesda and the Elder Scrolls Legends team, Sparky Pants, whoever needs to be thanked for continue mm-hmm. to support that game. Um, but with that, we're going to get on to our last topic because I know it must be like 3 a.m. for you, Tom. Uh, nearly 3.30. Oh my god, I feel terrible. All right. Sorry, right. <laughs> sorry, <right>, man. <laughs> Last topic, uh, and this is because you are Starfield. Um, oh, oh god. So we're going to get into some Starfield discussion, and you mm. asked me to keep a question for you a surprise. So, oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, the question that I have for you is, what do you think if Bethesda has to avoid? one singular thing like one thing they cannot do for starfield otherwise it would just completely ruin the game ruin the experience and you know let's go yeah they cannot do it Mm -hmm. what would that be what's the one thing they cannot do they cannot Uh... possibly do otherwise it would devastate starfield 
whether for you things dude whether for you or for the company no i'm saying i'm feeling more as the community um see it comes down to one of two things Mm -hmm. is that bethesda need to oh christ there's a lot of things that they need to do um you need to not right so if there's one or two yeah if it's one of two things that they need to not do is they need to leave all online components out of the game like just leave them turn just go back to a single player experience what they've promised that there is and starfield will be a single player experience because one is mainly developed by maryland so we can expect an experience like Skyrim, Fallout 4, those mm-hmm. type of games. But one thing that they need to avoid is just microtransactions, man. Mm-hmm. And I and I know, and I know, and I know, and I've preached this in my own channel, is that those, those type of decisions don't come down to Bethesda Game Studios. They come down to Zenimax Media. So it's more of what does Zenimax Media need to avoid is they need to just back off and just let Bethesda create a game that is worthy of buying future DLC packs or a season pack for um, like Fallout 4 um, and just just let us play a game without fucking buying into something that's (laughs) unnecessary yes like I get the recent creation club content has been pretty decent you know, with the Fallout 3 remaster a little bit, a little fucking, a little bit. I mean, a little <laughs> tiny bit. And then obviously the Skyrim, the, yeah, the Skyrim content that has been actually been okay, which I want to dive into because I, I've seen some good things for the Skyrim creation club quest line that ties to Shivering Isles. Yes. Um, yeah. Um, but, but like Zenimax just need to let Bethesda Game Studios, Maryland, let's not get it twisted. Um, just let them do what they do best. Let them create a game with with creative freedom, and let them just unleash a truly open world, open planet, open galaxy, whatever the hell you want to call it, um, single player game that we know from them that encaptures their essence of Skyrim and all these other huge titles that they've made in the past and just let them let your success be from that instead of introducing crappy microtransactions for I don't know a a plasma rifle that's blue $20 for blue power armor yeah somewhat stupid like that just let them let them them just create a game (laughs) and have it be a game not mm. a market yes um and that that's my thing for starfield i dig it i think i think probably almost the entire community would agree with you 100 mm. percent uh mm. for me for me it would be that i think bethesda needs to make a game for bethesda fans because yeah, yeah. Especially with Fallout 76, it does seem like they were trying... Of course, they were trying new things and they were trying to branch out from what they're used to. I I get Mm -hmm. that. And I always want to encourage developers to to push their boundaries and push their comfort zone. Otherwise, you just get stagnation. And and in my opinion, that can sometimes be worse than just making something that flops. 
Um, mm. From a consumer standpoint, not from a, from a business standpoint, something flopping is, is the worst. <laughs> but, mm. um, and that's why we see so many companies are afraid to be too risky. But I think Bethesda needs to focus on what their fans love about their games and what their the fans' core values are before saying, okay, yeah. we currently have, let's just say, you know, um, arbitrarily, we currently have 20 million people who are diehard Beth- or like not even diehard but just big Bethesda fans how can we get mm-hmm. 30 million or 40 million no 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 forget the the, the extra 20 million for how, whatever it is mm-hmm. because if your core audience there's two there's two reasons for that one is you'll guarantee your core audience whoever that might be however many people that might be you will get them right off the bat yeah. Now, maybe not all of them because some people don't like sci-fi and some people just want Elder Scrolls, you know, and they're picky like that. Fine, whatever. But the bonus, the bonus would be everybody outside of that. And if you're getting good praise from your community, you're going to that's going to spread mm-hmm. into other places. Other people will find it as a result and you will get that additional, maybe not 20 million, like mm-hmm. what Call of Duty tries to strive for, but you'll you'll you will find that extra audience so that's yeah. my big thing absolutely man yeah uh yeah i think that's right you they just need to focus on it's not even them they need to be allowed to just make the game yeah so max has to like you said back off yeah that's the thing i'm scared about is that when it comes out there it's going to be a controversy surrounding this title even though it has nothing to do with gameplay has nothing to do with the development it's actually itself it's going to be an added feature that i'd be like oh this game is selling this for this and it's like oh dude just don't mm. just back off yeah um and i and i i trust vgs maryland to do that again it just comes down to corporate decisions but then hopefully they understand that, you know, the thing is with Starfield is the market for this, the market in for this game is going to be ridiculous. Oh my God, like, we I realize can't wait to see it. I'm excited. The market in for this game is going to be everywhere, like everywhere. Remember, you have to remember that this is their first original IP slash risk um, that they've made in 25 years people know fallout people know the elder scrolls yeah that sells the name is sells itself my videos are starfield an of that. like as a they're small gonna channel have, they're gonna oh, yeah. i'm sorry go on mm, mm. yeah yeah of course um absolutely but um they're gonna have to prove themselves to put out a brand new ip so the marketing for this game is going to be absolutely everywhere mm-hmm. like someone goes oh elder scrolls is out Elder Scrolls 6 is coming out in uh, next year. That would that alone would sell itself. Mm-hmm. Someone goes, oh, Starfield's coming out next year. What's Starfield? What's that? Right. Oh, who's that made by? You know, oh, it, it raises so many other questions. Oh, Bethesda. Oh, like, so oh, what's it going to oh. They have they have to prove them. Starfield's going to have to prove itself amongst these giant IPs, Fallout and Elder Scrolls. So the marketing for this game is going to be everywhere, dude. Mm-hmm. So um, hopefully yeah. they get it right. Hopefully they get it right. And even what I was what I was getting yeah. at before is is 
my my channel as small as it is it 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 demonstrates that um, incredibly because if i make a video about elder scrolls 6 even though the game is miles and miles away and as a bethesda channel you attract right. bethesda fans so they all know what starfield is but my elder scrolls videos will perform better than my starfield ones just because oh absolutely people yeah. know it and, and they've been waiting for so long yeah yeah absolutely yeah yeah Cool. I, can, I, I I can't wait to see I can't wait to see more of Starfield, man. Um, E3. I feel like it's gonna be, it's gonna be. Mm, I don't know. E3. I I'm putting my money down. Demarco, dude, seal of approval. E3 2020. I don't know. I'll quit. I, maybe they won't have one this year. Maybe yeah, you they did ask that before. I did year. say I'd wrap around, and we never wrapped around yeah. to it. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, maybe they will. Yeah. 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 But, yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel like if there's any, if there's a time where Todd Howard will show off Starfield, it's going to be during Microsoft's reveal of Xbox Scarlet, and um, if they're going to, if they're going to talk about the upcoming development developers on Xbox Scarlet, um, I feel like he'll walk out and do like what he did with Seventy Six, and maybe talk about Starfield. But if he doesn't, then it'll be the year after. Mm-hmm. Definitely, for sure. It'll be, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be twenty twenties or twenty 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 ones E three case. Yeah. Uh, God damn it! It's too many years away. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. I could be completely wrong. Well, we'll have want to it. wait. I want, I... Yeah. We'll have to wait and see. But along the way, I will be covering it. Dom will be covering it, and that will be all mm -hmm. for the second episode of the push start podcast dom i want to say thank you so much for staying awake until past 3 30 in the morning your time <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i i feel like i owe you a favor now so uh <laughs> you know <laughs> sorry man. that might be um but yeah thank you so much one more time for joining and i will no worries, see you man. all hopefully in the next video so long everybody